Hey everybody, welcome back to Inspector Toolbelt Talk. Today, I'm flying solo in this podcast. I don't like to do a whole lot of solo podcasts because yeah, I just don't like the sound of my own voice and I don't think a lot of people like the sound of my voice. But I wanted to talk a little bit today about inspection attire. Now, this seems like a basic subject and it seems like, okay, well, how much can we talk about having your logo on your shirt? But there's something a little bit more to it and it's a nuance of marketing. And it's very important for a business. And I'm going to tell you a quick story. I bring this up because of an experience that I had. My neighbor was getting his house inspected. So me being the big weirdo that I am, I kind of walk my dog over to the trees and kind of walk through a little bit. And I take a peek at the inspector. And I couldn't find him. I couldn't figure out who the inspector was. I looked and I looked. And finally, I think it was this one guy. And I couldn't verify it until I saw him taking pictures of stuff with his phone. And it kind of blew my mind because I, I saw his truck pull in and he has a logo. It, to be honest with you, it wasn't a good logo. You could barely read it. It didn't really brand him very well. But that's besides the point. When I looked at him, I thought he was like a cousin, the father-in-law, somebody. He just had like this t-shirt on. He might have had his logo on his shirt. You really couldn't see it again because the logo wasn't that great. But he kind of had baggy jeans on and just sneakers. I thought he was just some guy walking around. And you could tell that the people who hired him actually weren't very comfortable with him from his body language. And not to be gross or mean or anything, but he was he was a bit overweight, and so his shirt wasn't tucked in. And I'll get to the whole shirt tucked in thing in a minute. It's kind of a pet peeve of mine. So every time he reached up with his phone to take a picture of the soffit, the bottom of his stomach would hang out. And every time he'd do it, the wife would just kind of turn around and walk away. It ruined his whole mojo. It kind of made it so that people weren't following him around, asking him questions. To be honest with you, it made me uncomfortable. I'm like, who is this guy? I don't think my dog liked him much either. But that brings up the important aspect of inspection attire. Now, we're not going to drag this on and do a 40-minute podcast on it because it's pretty basic. And I call it the shirt tucked in policy. In other words, look good. And I say that because I've always said, if you just tuck in your shirt, in other words, have good inspection attire, you've already beat 80% of your competition. I see a lot of home inspectors, a lot of guys show up on these inspections with, you know, either not clean clothes, baggy clothes, no logo on their shirt, no identifiable mark, sneakers, and, you know, just not looking professional. One more quick story. I had a friend who got their home inspected. And, of course, they broke the whole rule of, you know, not a good idea for the sellers to be there. So they just kind of sat there for the whole inspection. And they said they were really irritated at the inspector. I'm like, wow, did he make a big deal out of something that wasn't? They're like, no, he just looked terrible. And I thought that was a weird thing to pick on, but it kind of shows the mentality of people. They said he showed up, you know, looking like he'd just gotten off the golf course or going to head to one. It just made him look unprepared and unprofessional. And I know the guy. He probably was heading to the golf course, to be honest. But what we show up in is very important. So over the years, I've done a lot of research on inspection attire, on what makes a person look professional in the field that they're in. As a matter of fact, if you go to Internashi, they have a little chart, and they have an article on this too. And that's not based on opinion. Some of what I'll say is based on opinion, but a lot of it is based on extensive research. They did a lot of trials of, okay, if we put a service person in someone's house wearing this, how do people react? 
if we do this, how do people react? As a matter of fact, they even went as far as to say uh, we did studies that people trusted a contractor more if he just had ladders on his truck. Even if he was a flooring contractor, if he had ladders on his truck, people trusted him more. So there's a visual piece to what people expect of a home inspector. So we're not going to go into all of you know, the psychological details of that. But let's just talk about a few things because it is marketing. It is important to our business. So first of all, let's start from the top bottom. I have always been a big proponent of hats. So a nice baseball cap style hat is what a lot of people expect from a service person. It also gives you valuable billboard space. Now I know what some of you guys are going to say it's, hey, I don't want to be a walking billboard. But to be perfectly honest, you kind of do. With my uniforms, it's hat with a logo on it, shirt with a logo on it, business card right out of my pocket. And I, and we, and all of us wear the same thing on every inspection. When we walk up, they know, hey, they're the inspectors. They look the same way they did the last 20 inspections that we referred them on. And it gives people peace of mind. Kind of like... There's a FedEx guy. I always use FedEx as examples in these podcasts. He pulls up, and he's in a white Jeep now, and I don't know it's the FedEx guy. He's not even in uniform. He shows up once a week. He's like supplementary worker or something, and drops something off at our house, and it makes us kind of uncomfortable every time. Like, who is this guy? Why, why is he walking over to our house? What's that package in his hand? Then we realize who he is. So there's the comfort factor. Having a hat has a couple of benefits. First of all, man, does it keep the sweat out of my eyes. There's a lot of different ways you can do that, but keeping the sweat out of our eyes is is important. Also, too, it saved me from a few bumps that could have been a lot worse by even just having that tiny, tiny little bit of padding on there, or my hat gets caught on a nail in the attic instead of my hair or scraping my head. So there's a practical value. But ultimately, people like to see that. And they also have that opportunity to have our logo on our hat so people know who we are and it brands our company better. So if we're not a hat kind of guy, think about it. It really is a great aspect to our uniform. Now let's talk about shirts. If you notice with shirts, big companies often use polos. Very rarely will you see a company that is trying to build trust using t-shirts. They'll use polo shirts or button-up shirts, and there's a very important reason why. In one study, they found that people who wore button-up shirts tended to be more respected. So oftentimes, you'll see field engineers wear button-up shirts as part of their uniforms. You'll often see uh, service workers using button-up shirts. You know, short-sleeve button-up shirt, whatever it happens to be. Uh, But t-shirts are not really the best inspection attire, in my opinion. Most of the studies found, okay, t-shirt's okay, uh, but it's not as good as... A polo. Polo is the perfect medium for for me. Uh, a polo shirt looks professional, looks clean, a nice canvas for your logo, and it just has a good feel to it. Somebody shows up to my house with their logo on their shirt and logo on their hat and a polo with their shirt tucked in, automatically I get that warm fuzzy feeling. So I don't need any kind of study or statistic. But if you're looking for a couple... You can go to websites such as Threadcurve, um, even Land's End did a study, and they found that the polo shirt was the perfect business casual attire. In other words, if you're conducting business, but in a quote-unquote casual setting, in other words, 
you're an HVAC contractor who needs to take apart a heating unit. You're a home inspector that needs to climb into an attic. You are an engineer out in the field. The polo shirt or a short sleeve button up shirt was the preferred attire. So there's there's tons of studies that show that it works well, but I don't I don't need that. I just found that it was the best possible shirt. Now, we may be saying, well, I live in southern Florida. It's 150 degrees here in the attics. I'm wearing a t-shirt. Cool. If that works for your area, that's fine. I will say, though, that in my area, it does get hot during the summer. And I would sweat it out in that polo because I never wanted to change my attire. I would never change my attire in the winter. I would layer up over it. But I'd layer it up with a, with a sweater that had our logo on it and a vest that had our logo on it and then a coat <laughs> that has our logo on it. So you can see uh, it, it creates an environment. It gives people that warm, fuzzy feeling about uh, our business. So the polo shirt is just my opinion. One level down is a, is a nice t-shirt with the logo on it. One level up is a button-up shirt with our logo on it. But we should always show up with our logo. I don't know if you're catching that theme or not. Because that's our brand. That's how we give people that warm, fuzzy feeling. That's how we market. So we can have the logo on our truck and hand out our business card to everybody. But if we look like somebody's cousin or uncle showing up to the inspection, that's not going to do a whole lot for our brand. Sometimes, though, we do need to give up comfort for and performance for marketing. That's really what it comes down to. We need to come out of our comfort zone anyways to market, don't we? So sometimes, well, I prefer a t-shirt and I prefer no hat. Okay. I prefer not to talk to real estate agents in a group in an office and I prefer not to spend hours marketing, but we come out of our comfort zone. So just give it some thought. It, it may or may not work for you, but give it some thought. Can you come out of your comfort zone a little bit for your inspection attire? one more nuance to make your business that much more appealing to buyers and sellers and agents, obviously. A couple of um, points about our shirts, too. Again, make sure it's tucked in. That's a big thing for me. If we're a little bit of a heavier guy, make sure we get the longer polo shirts or whatever shirt we're wearing and try to look as professional as possible. Our shirt being untucked if we look at a lot of the, they talk about job interviews and showing up to job interviews, those studies all show things like, you know, I thought it was funny, they say don't wear a brown suit to a to a um, interview because it denotes basically not being a good professional person. And they talk about all these nuances, all of them assumed that you had your shirt tucked in. It's like they don't even need to say it. It just gives more of a professional appearance. Then two... If we have a button-up shirt, button it up. We don't have to button that top button, but we also don't need to be walking around looking like Tom Selleck on the inspection, do we? So if we have professional attire, make it look professional. Also have a nice belt. So I saw this one guy one time. He was walking around on the inspection. Nice uniform, actually. But he had this weird, like, colorful belt, and I kind of almost thought it was his wife's or something. <laughs> and I even joked around about it. He's like, oh, it's all I had. I had to go. Okay, belts are cheap at Walmart. Go grab one, and then, you know, you have a nice professional-looking belt. Uh, one thing that is, this is, this has no basis on any kind of, you know, study about professionalism. This is just a pet peeve of mine, is uh, inspection vests. They are super convenient. I love them for work. You can, you can have magnets on them and you put the screws from the electric panel on there and 
you have all these pockets is really awesome but the problem with an inspection vest first of all is they're hot and second of all you just covered up your professional looking logo and polo especially if we're not wearing a hat now we're walking around with a vest and nobody knows our company we just kind of suck the branding out of the room so a tool belt in my opinion is better <laughs> which is ironic because our company is called Inspector tool belt but a nice tool belt is better in my opinion because now all the branding is still exposed all the branding is still exposed and out there and we have all our tools where we need them that's just personal opinion uh, inspection vests are fine um, if you're going to wear an inspection vest, at least wear a hat with your logo on it so people know who you are. Or better yet, get your logo plastered all over that all over that vest in a nice professional way. For shoes, well, we skip pants. Let's go to the pants. I prefer jeans. And a lot of people will argue that with me. Uh, I know a lot of guys that are like, well, I live in a hot climate. You don't know Texas in the middle of summer. And to be frank, I don't. So shorts, great. Make sure they're professional looking. We don't want to wear golf shorts and, you know, walk around looking like we're, you know, just hanging out. We want to make sure that we have nice professional, uh, you know, cargo shorts tend to look the most professional. Look at what UPS and FedEx is wearing. Those guys wear shorts and they look professional. Uh, take it from companies where you look at them and say, boy, they look professional. Copy them when it comes to shorts. Now, on the other hand, if we're wearing pants, a lot of guys are like, oh, khakis. I don't want to be show up and looking unprofessional in jeans. Again, this is just my opinion. Not, I couldn't find any study on jeans versus khaki pants. But jeans are more durable. Khakis tend to get ripped easily, in my opinion. Also, too, they tend to show up dirt a lot more. So as soon as you come out of the basement or the attic and it's just covered in dirt, jeans tend to hide those things a little bit better because we want to show up clean to the inspection and we want to, if we get dirty during the inspection, that's fine, but we want to make sure that we kind of present ourselves in the best way possible. I've never found a good way to do that with khakis. A good second option are those really awesome tactical pants. Uh, a lot of the guys that I work with, they wear tactical pants. Perfectly cool by me because they look cool. Uh, they have ripstop in them, so you catch a nail, even if they can pierce that really thick material. It doesn't rip anywhere. Also, they're comfortable. They wick moisture, so you get them wet and they dry out really quick. Those are a great alternative. My thing about jeans is it gives you that almost contractor look, but not quite, which is kind of what I'm going for. You know, contractor pants, engineer almost looking shirt, and service person hat. That's the kind of perfect combo for me. But pants I don't have a really strong opinion on. Just make sure we have good, clean clothing. There's one inspector who took pictures for his website. Still bothers me because he took all these great pictures and his jeans, you could tell, were worn. Worn right at the knees, had a couple of spots on them, and that's all I could focus on. And I said, man, I hope he doesn't show up to inspections like that. But I'm pretty sure he does. We always want to show up with our best foot forward. And talking about just cleanliness, bring extra clothes with you for between inspections that's one thing that we always have in our vehicles we have a plastic container and it has shirt extra shirt extra hat extra shoes extra socks extra pants extra underwear to be frank because you never know when you're going to end up in a pile of sludge and you can't people expect you to get dirty on the inspection but they don't expect you to show up that way as a side point you should always have an extra roll of toilet paper in there trust me from a guy who's been doing inspections for almost 20 years you will never know that you need that until you need it. So just a little side point. For shoes, work boots are preferred. Now we may like sneakers, 
but they give too much of a casual look in a lot of ways. So you go to restaurants and you see like a nice restaurant, you'll never see them wearing New Balance sneakers, you know. They're going to wear professional looking black shoes or whatever it is that fits their particular restaurant. We need to give people the impression, like again, going back to the ladders on the truck, we need to give them the ladder on the truck impression. I always found a good pair of work boots or work shoes were best for that. Something that were sturdy and made for going up on roofs or or something that you could slip on and off easily without having to spend 20 minutes lacing up, you know, three different layers of laces. So wearing something that work looks like work shoes. Now, a lot of people like to wear the booties inside the house over their shoes. I'm never a fan of that. I live in the Northeast. There's always snow and slush and everything. I always ended up drying my shoes off for 20 minutes before I slipped them into that little booty. Or to be honest with you, some of them can be a little bit slick. I'd have to take them off to go into the attic. It's just not my thing. So I always brought an extra pair of shoes. And they only touch the inside of the house. And I have a lot of people here where their culture and background don't allow shoes in the house. So I'd very respectfully say thank you very much. I will make sure to wear my, my interior shoes. And then they felt great about it. They're like, those only go inside? Yes, they only go inside. It's their culture and background. Even with booties, they weren't really comfortable with it. And I'm also not going to take my shoes off and walk around in socks in somebody else's house doing an inspection. So the perfect combination for me were slip-on work boots. So I'd slip them on and then slip them off when I was inside the house. And it was really convenient and easy. And it seemed to be culturally accepted for all of my clientele. So top to bottom... We should always be presenting ourselves with the little nuances that happen when people look at us. Because that's really what it is. They take one look at us and they size us up as a business owner or inspector going on site. We always want to be putting our best foot forward. We don't want to be that guy that inspected my neighbor's house. He may be the best inspector in the world for all I know. But my assumptions about him were, boy, I'd never hire him. So if those were my first impressions as I looked at him, I couldn't figure out who he was. Imagine everybody else, he's, he, he'll never know the work that he's missing by not having proper inspection attire. So a couple other little things. When we have good inspection attire, don't switch it up too often. One day we're wearing a red shirt, one day we're wearing a blue shirt, one day we're wearing a, a black shirt. Keep the same inspection attire as consistent as possible. I always would buy all these shirts in bulk because if they ever went under, I'd always have an extra 30, 40 of them laying around. We want to hear people say things like they would say about me and my guys, where, boy, they just look professional. We'll never know why they say that always, but it's all those little nuances that we talked about before. So we don't want to be like that guy not knowing the work that he misses by not looking professional. So step back for a moment and work on our inspection attire. Are we wearing the right inspection attire when we go to visit real estate offices? Are we going to office presentations wearing that same inspection attire? If people aren't getting a good vibe off of us, try changing our clothes. Try trimming up our beard and combing our hair a little bit different, buttoning up that shirt not looking like Tom Selleck, and see what little nuances we can make so that we can appeal to the people in our area using our inspection attire. Thank you for listening to my rant about the neighbor next door. And yes, I am that neighbor that kind of walks in the woods and stares at you when you're getting a home inspection. Fortunately, you don't live next to me. But thank you for listening in. And we'll see you on the next episode of Inspector Toolbelt Talk.
On behalf of myself, Ian, and the entire ITB team, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can catch our future episodes as well. And if you have any feedback, please send us an email at info at Also, don't forget to check out our brand new app for home inspectors, scheduling and report writing all in one easy to use app. Check it out now at inspectortoolbelt.com. <laughs>